Leave your excuses after the beep, a podcast created for anyone who has ever used an excuse to not do something that you said you would. Does this sound familiar? From busy, overworked, stressed out moms to thriving moms, wives, and health coaches, Kitty Clemens and Kyla McComas are Midwest moms who are breaking down excuses and empowering others to do the same. Listen in to hear which of our excuses we break down next. I'm Kyla McComas. And I'm Kitty Clemens. Welcome, everybody. Yes. Happy Monday. Happy May Day. It's Monday, May 1st. Um, Always love it when a new month starts on a Monday. Just my OCD self just loves it. (laughs) Easy planning, all that stuff. And you know what, Kitty? Speaking of planning, this is a good subject in the sense of like meal prep and the talk of like, home cooked meals versus going out and how are you planning for those home cooked meals and the frustration of too much time in the kitchen or I don't know how to cook. Um, and, or do I want to drag all my kids to a restaurant or is it just easier to do the fast food line? So what yeah. is it, Kitty? Like, what is it? You know, like busy moms that we are, and the last thing you want to do is come home from work and be in the kitchen and trying to piece together meals, right? And it's frustrating. And then you sit there and say, like, let's forget it and just go to, you know, McDonald's or Hardee's or whatever we have around here anymore. And I can totally relate to this one. (laughs) Um, Because for me being in the industry before as restaurants and my husband being a chef and stuff, it's always like, honestly, that's the last thing we want to do is be back in the kitchen or back in the restaurant. And um, yeah, so let's talk about some ideas and thoughts behind this. Yeah, I love this subject because I can directly relate back to previous phases of my life where I lived on fast food. Like, mm-hmm. hello, um, all my entire college career. <laughs> college <laughs> career? Yeah, college. That's college a career. Part. The time spent in college. Um, I feel like it's a defining moment of your life to a certain extent. For sure. (laughs) But definitely did not learn um, any fabulous habits during that phase of life, but relied a ton on fast food and convenience because hello, it's cheap. And um, I wasn't looking to, you know, I wasn't overly health conscious to be entirely honest. And I didn't have to worry about being... So there's... You know, it's super simple to just grab whatever for yourself. Um, But now that we've transitioned into, you know, family life and Mm. that whole realm of not only trying to feed your children, but feed them things that they actually will eat or have a desire to eat. And within a time frame that's convenient for everybody. Um, Does anyone else suffer from the whole, the kids get home, you get home from work. 
and suddenly everyone is hangry and super (laughs) sassy and nobody can wait that 30 minutes it might take for you to put together something for dinner. By then everybody's frustrated and it's like, oh, just do a frozen pizza or Mm. just the mac and cheese or whatever random thing shoved in the back of your pantry. Um, Or you're just tempted to avoid all of that and just stop and pick something up on the way home. Right. When we lived within city limits where delivery was a thing, a pizza delivery was a very common occurrence at our house. Now that we live out in the sticks, that's not a thing. And that's probably a good thing, but um, (laughs) there's just so many temptations and there's so many things out there that really, they just not only tempt you, but they seem to be more convenient on the surface and they totally target our busyness and the fact that we don't want to spend a lot of time meal prepping and planning. And so a lot of the things that we hear from people and that obviously we've used ourselves, at least I have, is the whole like, one, I don't know how to cook well. I'm not a good cook. I can make a lot of things up from a baking perspective, but when it comes to cooking, I hate following recipes. I never have what they want me to put in the recipe. And if I do have it, it's because I scoured the grocery store shelves for hours trying to find this spice or herb or whatever. And then I find out that I hate it. So then whatever I made is ruined. And I'm like, yeah, no, this is so not, not worth my time or my effort. So there's lots of things that I've personally adapted (laughs) to over time. And one of them has been, I never follow a recipe. (laughs) 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 I use recipes as a guide, just a guidance of like, oh, maybe these two things can go together. And maybe this ratio of protein to, you know, added liquid to a starch or grain is a good combination. And then I mix and match things that work well with, um, within, you know, what people actually eat in my household. So I would say that's an area that I've tried to improve my skills to like, I need to meet myself where I'm at. I can't keep trying to create, you know, these crazy intense meals when I don't have the patience, I guess, to learn how to do that. Um, and we were talking a little bit earlier today that there's lots of gadgets and kitchen, (laughs) kitchen gadgets, um, and appliances that make making home cooked meals even easier, like a crock pot, the Instapot, the air fryer, you know, all of these things that kind of take, like, they just dummy it down to where people, even with my lack of culinary skills can make something that's edible. What are your what are your I, thoughts about the gadget no, I, I, cooking? I totally agree. Well, the fortunate part is I have a chef in the house, but um, <clears throat> so I would first use that as an excuse of like I have a chef, so it makes it easier. But I kind of flipped this, you know, switch on him of you know, Justin, like just because you can do those things doesn't mean I can do those things. And we all have talents. Like I'm also like you mentioned a better baker than he is, even though he's a chef. But however, like when I asked to get these things like an air fryer or um, a crock pot, yes, he may not want to use those things or think they're a waste of money, which probably to him they are. But to me, it's like, 
well, if you want me to contribute in the kitchen for cooking, then let's get something that's a little easier for me to understand, you know, to do um, and not feel like embarrassed because you have the skills and I don't. So, but I want to cook or at least understand cooking. So, um, you know, I have to like balance that out. So, but on the other side where you're talking about like the whole like restaurant versus home, um, those are the three things that people choose to go to a restaurant versus home is time, right? Like they feel that going to a restaurant or fast food is going to give them uh, more time or just not having to do another thing at home or be in the kitchen all night money. Like they feel that, um, going to fast food will save them money. Like, you know, I don't even know what the menu is on McDonald's anymore, but there was like the dollar burger, you know, or whatever it was, the dollar menu. Um, and you know, people just don't understand the side of like, okay, when you buy food, you can break it down and it can actually last longer. Right. Kitty, like you can actually make more than one thing. Whereas if you just went for one night, you're only getting one meal. That's it. Um, and then skills, we talked about skills, like, we want to overcomplicate things for some reason when we're at home. We think that, well, we need to create the same thing that the restaurant I just had, you know, that night, or we need to flavor it with so many of these exotic ingredients. Like you said, like something that you're like, I don't even know what this is, but I'm getting it because this is what the recipe calls for. Like, no, let's keep it simple. So those are like the three struggles. And then of course, the negative side with restaurants or going out to eat is that they put those added ingredients that make us come back for more and being the added sugar, salt, and all those things that drag us back to the restaurant. So, um, or, or the fast food. So ultimately, um, you know, if you break it down, it either, evil or equals out or um it's just a skill set that we need to create um or build on and practice just like anything else practice making homemade meals um so it's not breaking the bank going out to the restaurant because it does add up or convenience store or all those things that we think is saving us time and nowadays like you just said at restaurants um the lack of employees the lack of skills um, and the lack of like whole foods that are in restaurants anymore. And they have to be able to create a large quantity of food. So how are they going to do that? You know, they're going to add all those things to it. So um, I know I just carried on with that, but uh, you know, your side of the story. I think it's a good perspective to have from the whole chef perspective, because I look at you and think, how can you not figure out meals, right? Like mm-hmm. Justin could totally just make whatever. But again, when you do something for a career, it's not always the first thing you want to do when you get home. Mm-hmm. Um, I could relate that to like health and nursing, right? Like yeah. as a nurse, I nurse people back to health yet. I don't want to take care of myself because that's exhausting. Like, <laughs> mm, good point. Yeah. Interesting, interesting perspective there. Yeah. Um, a couple of 
things that you talked about, time and money. So time and money, I think, are two important factors that we hear all the time. I don't have time mm-hmm. to do something or I don't have the money. It costs. It costs me this. It costs me that. Um, it's it's expensive to buy fresh produce or to shop the perimeter of the grocery store. It's expensive to, you know, it's a, it's a time expense to go to the grocery store and have to shop. So some ideas as to how to be more efficient and effective with your time and money. We've said this before, but meal prep and planning. And I have to tell myself this over and over and over again, because (laughs) the idea of meal prepping my entire week sounds super daunting. But some things that I found to be super helpful are breaking it down into like practical chunks. You know, last week we talked about exercise and how when we want to start exercising, we can't just jump into five days a week of 60 minute long um, interval training and expect to think that that's a good idea. Like you're setting yourself up for disaster and failure and no one's going to want to come back for that. And the same thing, I feel like you can apply that same concept to meal prepping and planning. Like you can't just go into a week where if you've never planned out your meals for a week and then you sit down on Sunday night and you're like, oh, I'm going to make this, 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 and this three meals a day for all seven days of the week. And you go to the store and make all the things like something is bound to happen. (laughs) You're never going to make all of the meals that you think you're going to make. You're going to become overwhelmed. You're going to hate every ounce of this process by Tuesday. And that's if you make it through Monday, because it's just not realistic to go from zero to 90 with meal prepping. So something that I found to be helpful has been looking at my week and, okay, what nights are we actually going to be home at dinner time? Like we're all going to be home at a normal time and we will have the means to make something for dinner plan something for that night and then have an idea for this night. We're going to be running to this kid's event or someone's working late. So it's just going to be, you know, dad and the kids or mom and the kids this day, or kind of look at what your week looks like and just come up with maybe two meals that you can make and make sure that you have all the things for those meals. And maybe on Sunday, you just do a little bit of prep work. Like um, if you're looking at being cost conscious, cost conscious. There conscious. Maybe you get a, like a big chicken and you decide to roast a chicken on Sunday because you're home and we're going back in the day when my mom would make chicken or a roast every Sunday. And that's oh. what you need. Um, but maybe you do something like that where you prep a large amount of protein on one day and you portion it out and have a plan for what you could make with those things. Maybe that chicken is going to become, um, you know, barbecued chicken um, wraps or a buffalo chicken dip, or maybe you're just putting the chicken on um, tacos or on a salad or whatever. Like there's so many things that you can do with chicken. So plan ahead a little bit and use your proteins, like buy in bulk, use a larger amount prep it in advance so that it doesn't go to waste. You know, that's another thing too. Like sometimes we buy in bulk and then half of it goes to waste because we don't use it. Like make sure you have a plan for what it is that you're going to do and like truly just start at like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to prep 
and follow through on two dinners this week because that's where I'm going to start. And then as you start to do that more and more, it just gets easier when you get, you get into a flow of like, Hey, the kids like this, or maybe you can have like themed nights where you just know on Mondays you do, you know, meatless Monday or Tuesdays, our house, it's taco Tuesday or taco Wednesday or taco Thursday, because my kids are obsessed with tacos. So (laughs) you can get creative, but, um, do you have any tips or thoughts on like practical ways to approach that whole idea of home cooked meals? Maybe something about like how you go about actually cooking your meals at night. And if you can be prep work before that, or any gadgets that you find helpful. Right. I always find like the things that can do the work for you is what we strive for. Like things that it doesn't involve me to be in the kitchen because with four kids and, and I mean, yes, it's great to have them involved, which is another plus. So if your kids like to be involved, that helps create that healthier, you know, style and they can start understanding cooking at a young age um, and cooking healthy at a young age, but you kind of like hit it on the head where it was like um, those themes, theme nights, which I find really fun. Yes. Look at your schedule, but really fun of like, okay, Mondays is always going to be chicken. So some sort of chicken night. And then, you know, like you said, taco Tuesday. So something along that. And then like Friday, it's like fun to have, you know, Friday night pizza or, you know, something that, can be repeated too. So like every week you don't have to think of, oh, here's another week I have to do a different recipe. You can, but if you feel like that is going to overwhelm you, just stick to it. And if you have the same thing once a week, I mean, that's no different than going to the fast food and having, you know, a burger every single week. So it's like, just do it at home, right? Like have those nights at home. Um, But I also find it where um, it takes up more time if I'm not prepared. So by that, I mean like, okay, if Sunday I'm doing what I need for a grocery list, if that's my day, then I want to, you know, go to the grocery store one time or maybe twice a week, whichever fits us. Because if I think about it like the night before, it's like I'm spending more time at the grocery store and in the kitchen and all this stuff if I am not prepared. Um, or saying, you know, just forget this, I'm gonna go to the you know, restaurant or whatever because I don't feel like thinking about another, you know, uh meal at home. So um those are kind of like the way I like to do it. Uh and just like you said, theme nights, prepping ahead and um, not overcomplicating things. Like the recipe does not have to be overly complicated. It can be very simple. And which I, that's hard for me too, because, you know, Justin likes to experience, experiment with us. But also I used to be like a, I'm still am big Emeril Lagasse fan where I would love to make his recipes, but it was so hard or so expensive to get that one ingredient for that one recipe. And then I would never use it again. So I have reverted back to like, keep it simple and add a couple spices, you know, add the hot sauce, add the salt and pepper. Like, do I really need this fancy gourmet food when, 
you know, almost everybody in the Midwest wants meat and potatoes, you know? So it's like, <laughs> why do I have to complicate it when I decide to cook at home now? <laughs> uh, but anyways, my side. <laughs> I think it's helpful too, to look at just food groups at, separate from one another. Yes. I grew up on casseroles. Like everything was a casserole. Mm. And like you had to have all the things to put in the casserole. And it was like, oh, gosh. And then once I had to eliminate gluten from what I was eating, like everything you put in a casserole has gluten in it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So that was a total like culture shock of like, and now what the heck am I supposed to make? Like everything revolved around some sort of form of pasta and all of the gluten-free pasta was terrible. And I just couldn't replicate what I was making before um, in a great way that didn't cost a fortune. So really shifting gears and looking at dinners like, okay, it does not have to be like five things on the plate. Keep it Mm -hmm. simple. You know, whatever sort of protein, like keep your protein simple, grilled chicken, pork chops, perimeter of a grocery store if you can visual visualize the grocery store that's a perfect example like you come in you see the vegetables the produce and you go to the be- behind the grocery store or in the back and that's where the you know protein or the you know meat and all that stuff is and um then you go yeah. to the dairy and all that stuff so if you can just shop that um and just think of that in your head when you're, when you are making a list or when you are grocery shopping and it's, Mm -hmm. it can be that simple. Definitely. Um, I also find it super helpful to use the grocery pickup services as well. You can make your list. Yeah. You can make your list with exactly what you need. You're at home looking at your fridge and your pantry when you're making it. So, you know, like not in the middle of the store going, Oh, do I have this, 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 and you don't think you do, and then you get home, and it's like your third bottle of ranch dressing. <laughs> it's totally true. Like, I mean, oh, just try to save yourself some time from that perspective. Grocery shopping um, from and using some of those updated options where we can, um, yeah, pick it up or have it delivered. I mean, our friend Nicole talked about that a couple episodes ago about having things delivered to your house. That's fabulous. Um, and then also just giving you permission to, to like, we talk about Sundays, meal prepping and planning and grocery shopping on Sundays, but really, I mean, it doesn't have to be Sunday. It can be whatever day of the week. I actually enjoy Wednesdays because I can buy stuff to prepare for everyone being home on the weekends. Um, cause mm-hmm. we're in and out a lot during the week. So it's easy to do, you know, leftovers or just kind of hodgepodge something together. Okay. But everyone's like staring at each other, like, okay, what are we having now? <laughs> So if I That's a good one. shop on Wednesday or Thursday, then I know what I have for the weekend. And then we can use whatever from the weekend as leftovers during the week too. So just yeah. be creative with that I love it. as well. Yes. So hopefully there have been some tips that maybe you've taken away from what we've shared today, just in regard to that excuse of, I can't do home cooked meals, whether that's because of a lack of lack of time or a lack of money to purchase those things. Um, hopefully you've taken something away from today. Yes, I agree. Well, thank you. And, um, let us know what you have found helpful and any takeaways 
in the chat would be great. And we will look forward to um, the next round next week. <laughs>